I think people very keenly feeling the loss of Hazel McCallion because she wasn't just the 36-year mayor of Mississauga. She was kind of its avatar, you know? She was like the spirit of Mississauga. And one person who knew her well, both personally and publicly, was our former morning man and former weekend host, Ted Wallachin. Uh, Ted, I'm, I'm glad you could be here for this. Good morning. Thanks very much for calling, John. Yeah, sad circumstances in, indeed, and uh, the passing of a, a legend, you know, that's a word that's bandied about uh, far too often, but in this case, uh, it is so true. I mean, she ruled the city of Mississauga. She built the city of Mississauga and was, a, was its mayor for for 36 years. I mean, her, her, her name and her image is can be seen everywhere, you know, whether it's in Sheridan College where she was a chancellor or whether the, the new library by City Hall that, uh, and she was the mayor when they built uh, City Hall. I mean, when she was the mayor, it was farmland, right? Her imprint is everywhere, and uh, it's amazing. She hasn't been the mayor for some eight years now, whatever, but in the, in the minds of so many Mississaugans, she still is, and, and that's with all due respect to Mayor Bonnie Crombie, and I think that she would agree with me that, you know, people still walk up to her on the street and, you know, Madam Mayor, Madam Mayor, how are you? How are you? You and Hazel McCallion had a special relationship, and I guess I had a slight, slight hint of what that had to be like one day when I was talking about the budget of Mississauga, and I looked over and the phone was ringing, and I picked it up and she said, it's Hazel. But, you know, for the, for the two of you, how would you characterize the relationship that you two had? We're very close friends. I was, you know, I'm very fortunate to say that. We, we got along really well. I was uh, offered the opportunity to introduce her on many occasions over the years uh, for her annual mayor's gala that she raised money for so many great charities. The guy who used to joke around about Hazel all the time and about, about her age, and she took it in great stride. She never got upset, never got upset with me. She just... Uh, she was just very, very special in, in in that sense that, you know, I mean, I, I felt I, I felt like she was part of my family. We were, we were that close. And when I had COVID back a couple of years ago after I came out of the hospital, she called me at home. She called me and she said, you know, I got a call from my son, Peter, this morning. He said, you better phone Ted because I heard that he died from COVID. <laughs> and I said to her, I said, well, clearly I'm, I'm still I'm still alive. But thanks very much for calling. She said, well, I was really concerned. And I said, well, I appreciate that. And, and that, that meant a lot to me. And then after I hung up, I thought, uh, well, you know, with all due respect, I thought, well, it's a strange thing for a 101-year-old person to be calling and ask if you're alive. <laughs> you know what? We're spending a lot of time on the show today talking about Hazel's incredible, towering accomplishments as a mayor. But maybe you're the person who can speak more to her character. And, I mean, she and I spent time on the phone. I, she was hilarious. Yeah. You know what the thing about uh, John is like most people when they work for a living they their job their jobs in entail a five day schedule nine to five typically she worked every day as mayor of Mississauga there wasn't an event in this city that she didn't attend even if she only dropped by for fifteen minutes on a Sunday afternoon at two o'clock because she had to be somewhere else for a banquet on a Sunday night at six o'clock and then the following Saturday she'd be somewhere and and she'd show up at at, at a golf tournament or she'd show up and, and play hockey with little kids even when she was still you know when she was in her nineties in her late nineties she'd still strap on the skates and you know, and zip around Hershey Center and on, on the ice with, with little kids. And uh, she was everywhere. She was everywhere. And I thought, boy, if that's what it takes to be the mayor of a city, I don't think I'd want that job because where's your life? Her life was Mississauga.
and, and with all due respect to me, she was a terrific mother and a grandmother. I've never seen anybody so dedicated to her, to her job, to her task. And she loved every minute of it. She would have been 102 in two weeks, but yeah, my still, you still feel like maybe she was stolen away too soon. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I saw her at a celebration of life for a mutual friend uh, several months ago, and uh, she was still sharp as tack. So, I mean, you know, she had, she had some problem with, 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 her, with her hearing in one of her ears, but uh, other than that, and, you know, I mean, obviously she didn't move that quickly, but yeah, I, I mean, I fully expected to get an invitation from her son Peter for her 102nd birthday, as, as I had, you know, for so many, many years. It's, it's shocking, and it's, you know, 101 years is, I've never met anybody that old, <laughs> to be honest with you. I suspect most people haven't. Well, maybe we both live that long, Ted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we both accomplish as much and, and do as much good for our communities as, as, as she did. Ted, thanks for this. Appreciate it. John, thank you for calling. That's Ted Wallachan, former morning show host right here on News Talk 1010, but also a personal friend of Hazel McCallion's. And uh, later on this morning, another remarkable Ontarian is going to be laid to rest. I'll be attending that funeral, actually, because I knew David Onley. Um, did a whole series of interviews and profiles about his career and, in particular, about disabilities. And then also met him through a charity group that I talk about every once in a while, the people who built the school in, um, in Mali. Um, that has my mom's name on it. They're called Hands Across the Nations, and um, being a, they're they're faith motivated, I guess we could say. And David, being a man of very very deep faith, has always been a great friend to the charity and to the two people who founded it, and uh, a great supporter as well. I always remember we were doing a fundraiser, and it's a complicated affair. If the lieutenant governor is making an appearance, then. You know, it has to be a legit event, but also if it was David Onley, they had to send an advance team to make sure that he was going to be able to get into the building. And uh, he did have to come in through a side door, but there was never going to be the possibility of, the, you know, some sort of indignity like that he had to be hoisted out of the chair to get up a staircase or something like that. And that is one of the lasting legacies in this province is how many places got retrofitted because they wanted the lieutenant governor to be there.